Hello. You know what time it is. Intro time. Pew, pew, pew. More like review time, though. Am I right? Here's Boo. one now. <laughs> from Ireland. We have one from Ooh. Ireland. Galen wow. Vaughn. Jill, are you going to read this like you normally do? I sure can. Cool. Why don't you start now? This is from Yorley22. Um, let these girls giggle, Mr. Lockwood, with three exclamation points. Legit has kept me going through quarantine. In parentheses, how sad is that? Not sad. But genuinely, cool. if you've ever asked yourself, I wish someone would address the pervasive systemic racism in Mystic Falls, this is the pod for you. Latoya is an encyclopedia of t- TV knowledge. I want Morgan to narrate my life, and I would follow Jill into battle. <laughs> also have me on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> it's come to my attention that I was supposed to, like, interrupt or something. I, I don't know. <laughs> that's what I was attempting to oh, encourage were- via improv. Oh, but you're miming. You didn't. No one yes me. But this is my fault for being unspecific and for not really writing one of the quality scripts I usually have been turning in for the intros lately. Right. You wonder if part of that was scripted earlier, but a lot of it was not scripted. It was just the the, the brilliance of Morgan. You can feel what, her, what she would write, even when she doesn't write it. Yeah, like the muse is present. We can all sense it. We know that earlier review, that review was from Ireland because the date was listed as like 19th. March 19th. Flash. So that's, n- no. That's <laughs> no. It's not how you do it. It makes more, I understand it makes more sense in some ways, but. Were you like, what month is 19? No, I was just <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, this is from, this is from Ireland. Uh, I'll read this next review from America. Woo! I knew the risk, but had to give Latoya some love. Uh, by Cy Willie or CY Willie, however you want to do that. Uh, this is a five star review. Good, good. The only kind we read on the show. Uh, no one being called out specifically there. Uh, <laughs> I am a self conscious review writer, so I don't do it or send emails often. I just finished your last originals episode, and I will not hear of any leaving from Latoya. I love you all and think that you each b- uh, bring something unique and special. Thank you, Cy Willie. Thank you, nice people. I refuse to let Latoya leave as well. Me too. Latoya, (laughs) don't say anything because you don't have a choice. Now let's talk about this four-star review. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go now. I (laughs) but uh, have fun, guys. Jill has an important question for all of us. Oh, okay. What did Santa get you for Christmas? (laughs) Um, Santa got me an exercise bike. This is really one of our better interests. Yeah, it's great. Uh, you want to take that again, Jill, and we'll we'll just cut this. And part. we all just started drinking, just so we. <laughs> Truly, all of us on our first sips. Um, what did Santa get you for Christmas, or what'd you do for New Year's? <laughs> Holidays. Um, <laughs> for for Christmas, uh, Santa got me an exercise bike. Santa got me a copy of Dune um, okay. and a bunch of books and stuff. It was great. I was really stoked. What about you guys? Well, now I'm just thinking of that uh, that viral Peloton ad about the woman who was given the, the Peloton. She's like, <laughs> scared. But it's me scared of Santa. And I'm like, oh, okay, Santa, I'll, I'll pedal for sure. I'll get in shape, I promise. <laughs> I think that's a good bit. <laughs> if 
very good. Latoya, about what about you? What do you what would you like to share about your holiday season? I got this for Christmas. It's a Santa hat. Ooh. On theme. I wore it all day. Joe, nice. what about you? I got 30 pairs of socks. <laughs> yeah, baby. Not 29, <laughs> not 31. 30, baby. Exactly 30. Well, it would be insane to give someone 29 pairs of socks. <laughs> yeah, that'd be unforgivable. So what I do for you next Christmas? <laughs> 29 socks for one Joe. <laughs> Just call me the Joker. Uh, I got some lovely uh, office supplies and like a binder to help with a project I'm working on uh, from Santa and certainly no one who hosts this podcast. Uh, and yeah, books and stuff. And yeah, it was pretty, pretty good. And then New Year's, I I don't know, what did, we did some stupid shit. I threw a snowball at you this Christmas season. That's true. You did do Ooh. that. I hit him right in the hair. <laughs> like in the back of the shoulder and it exploded into his hair. It was like a cartoon was it like snowball the, hit. It was very Was well it done. a good, like sticky snow? It was, it was that really good, fresh. sticky snow. Okay. Yeah, it was nice. perfectly fresh. Yeah, it was great. He tried to get me back, but I ran away like a coward. That's right. Morgan <laughs> sure is a coward. Okay, have fun on this episode, everyone. Bye. bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> and now to talk about the four star review. <laughs> so here's the deal. Us going off topic is a feature, not a bug with this podcast. Morgan is so embarrassed right now. I don't care. Stand up for us, Morgan. I will always stand up for us. I- I'm just scared. I'm doing all of this while still covering my face. <laughs> Because I'm not able to go off topic because I don't watch much TV. I like listening to my friends talk about TV. (laughs) So I like when we're off topic. Morgan? (laughs) And I love love both of you so much. And every second I spend with you is a gift. (laughs) And please give us five stars. We ask. We ask nicely. I'm going to stop asking nicely. We're not, we aren't always asked that nicely. We actually are are rather mean often when we ask for five stars. We're pretty difficult, but. Did we not say if you don't do it, go die? We have, we did recently say go die. Maybe I was told I had to follow script. (laughs) (laughs) But you did believe it when you said it, you meant it. Because you're a method actor and you get am, into yeah. character mm-hmm. and when you get your lines and you see written, go die. That's correct. You're like, That's I correct. have to wish that upon people. <laughs> I take my craft seriously. <laughs> and we love that about you. She's also just a fucking diva. Are you like Lady Gaga getting followed around by flies because you're in character? <laughs> did you hear about this today? I did. <laughs> Lady That's Gaga. true. Latoya, did you hear about this? Yes. <laughs> this absolutely destroyed me. Lady Gaga followed around by flies because of <laughs> portrayal of Patrizia. <laughs> Legends uh, only, really. <laughs> just nonsense. Mm-hmm. She was but, a, especially insufferable in the press tour for House of Gucci. I mean, honestly. What a press like, tour. <laughs> a Star Ooh. is Born... Yes, she was saying the same thing over and over again. That was fun. This press tour, I'm just like, I can't do it. I can't fucking do it. 
and and I respect that, and I I don't want to um, tell anyone they have to like it, but I personally loved it because it's absolutely bananas to act like that, and I think uh, Lady Gaga is one of our our great pretentious artists and therefore like she's one of the only people I will accept pretension from because I think she just delivers it so well <laughs> like her pretentiousness is so fun for me but uh yeah if you don't like it you don't have to typically I do but it was like this press where I was like no like she was on Graham Norton and I just couldn't I, I had to fast forward because I was like I can't I, I couldn't deal with it for once I was just like enough is that when they fist bumped during when they were talking about the sex scene, though? Because that was good. It is. <laughs> I missed the fist bump because I fast forwarded. I haven't watched it yet because I fear I can't handle it. <laughs> I've watched Adam Driver highlights, which is on brand for me. Wow, good for us. <laughs> this is why I'm quitting the podcast. But no, back to, yeah, you can't. You're not allowed. Um, this week's episode covers uh, season five, episode six of The Vampire Diaries, entitled Handle with Care. Netflix tells us this episode is about dot, dot, dot. Silas announces his new goal to Damon and Elena, but they are skeptical when he promises to accomplish one important task in return for their help. Um, Jill, you edited this. Latoya, you're doing your pass on it. I have no memory of this. How was it? Uh, This is a fun episode, I think. If I remember yeah. correctly, <laughs> I'm ahead of uh, schedule, so I have uh, many episodes in my brain. A lot of Silas love, uh, obviously. A lot of uh, Silas and Ket's love. Yes. As, as we fucking should. <laughs> All right. Uh, cool. I love that. Uh, shall we wrap this one up? This very normal intro that has not been shortened <laughs> to be 30 seconds at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's just literally go die, and that's it. <laughs> oh. Well, enjoy the episode. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Bye. Hello, and welcome to The Empire Diaries. We know the risk, but we have to podcast. I am one of your hosts, LaToya Ferguson. I'm Morgan Ludich. And I'm Jill Dayfield. And today we are discussing season five, episode six of The Vampire Diaries, Handle with Care. That's how you should handle yep. it. <laughs> <laughs> with care indeed. Um, naturally, I think you know what I'm going to ask, but I'm going to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Jill. Yep. How did you feel about this episode of television? Guys, I love Silas so much. <laughs> like every time he had a line, I was just like cracking up. Um, I was like, have we had Michael on to discuss Silas? But I was like, Silas was in the was in the third episode, which he was on for this season. I just can't it, we recorded it a long time ago, which is gonna be the refrain of us talking about the beginning of the season <laughs> always. But um I can't remember if he had any specific Silas takes. I feel like he doesn't really have any, which is as one of the best boys ever to grace the yeah. TVD screen, How not have Silas takes. Unreal. I will. That I is, will in the words of Michael Chasen, that is king shit. <laughs> <laughs>
unequivocally this is king shit (laughs) very important yeah silas good (laughs) yeah so much fun um and i kind of guessed what the anchor was which was exciting that was i know i was really excited i tried to not give it away in the chat (laughs) i got like some of it correct Mm -hmm. not the full i guessed it was amara's head (laughs) not amara herself (laughs) i mean if it's just her head like I think you could he could have destroyed it. Like it would have been sad, but if it's no longer attached to her body, it's like what's really it doing? That's what's, what's really it doing, huh? What's really it doing? Uh, <laughs> Those are t-shirts. <laughs> what's really it doing? But with me and the font um, from Kroll Show, where Jenny Slade is like, who can never be sure? <laughs> That's what I would like. Uh, uh, obviously, we also need a Mystic Friends t-shirt. By the Mystic way. Friends. Yes, I at the top of the thing I was like, should we go hang out with our mystic friends? And I was like, oh, should that have been our podcast name? <laughs> Oops. Probably would have been better for SEO. Probably. <laughs> I did not think about that. <laughs> um, but Jill, oh yeah, do you have any other thoughts? No, I was just going to say, uh, overall I really liked this episode. I had a fun time. Anything with Silas, I'm just like, yeah. Cool. Hell yeah. More of that. <laughs> Still thinking about all the people who thought that uh, season four is better than season five. And season four doesn't have Katsuya. <laughs> yeah. Queen, queen, queen herself. Queen. Both of them. I just, I want, I want them. Why didn't they have a spinoff? Right. That's like a Bonnie and Clyde type <laughs> spinoff situation. It would be, I'd watch that. I mean, yeah, I'd watch the fuck out of that. I would also <laughs> like to see them kiss, please. Yeah. For science. <laughs> but what did you guys think when you first watched these this episode not these we're doing one now mm-hmm. <laughs> it Good. was you took initiative jill and i love that and then you fucked up which i, I love as well i'm not gonna take initiative again <laughs> well no, no it was great yeah, it's great <laughs> season five jill takes initiative <laughs> but not during season one of the originals it's concurrent but still you're not not there yet oh, no. i don't know if i can I, i'm trying my best to take initiative during season one of the original. Hey, we enjoyed the last episode. We really did. And I am holding that so close to my heart. I keep reminding myself like every day, Morgan, you liked that episode of the originals. You really did. It was a good one. Morgan, (laughs) Sophie used to be cool. Coyote Ugly Sophie. Sophie. (laughs) Coyote Ugly Sophie forever. (laughs) Should we just keep watching that episode? Yeah. (laughs) Watch no others. Watch Rebecca and Marcel stare at each other. Good God. <laughs> um, but Latoya, what were your feelings on this episode the first time you watched it? I love how you don't answer Jill's question when she took initiative. Yeah, I asked. You just turn it over for you. Well, this I is why I can't do anything. I'll just stay in silence. <laughs> no, I figured that one of us should answer first, and I was declining going. <laughs> You know, it's it really just seems like you said fuck Jill's question. And well, yeah. like, here, then let me do another read. Obviously, fuck Jill. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of these episodes? Not me, the first person to ask this question. <laughs> do I have any strong... I don't think I have any strong memories of specifically this episode. I think maybe the Catherine stuff was like the most I like have like the strongest memories of because like the little tooth, the little tooth popped out and her... Despite the years of um, pretending to be Elena, 
being so bad at it, but because she's around people who are just like randos, like just normies, they can't even tell when she's like really bad at it in this episode. Really bad, like comedically bad. <laughs> I'll never forget the tooth. The tooth is so good. The the it tooth also is a 30 rock joke. <laughs> the sound effect for the tooth was just <laughs> unreal. I didn't even it bring that up so in the chat, loud. but like that is not what a tooth sounds like. <laughs> it sounded to me like one of her, like she was going to cough up like a bone from her neck. Yeah. Like <laughs> it was really in there. Must've been a back molar, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> one of that her wisdom was, teeth. <laughs> yeah. It was her wisdom teeth. <laughs> I could not like, is that a tooth? <laughs> so good. Liz Levin. I was supposed to go to the dentist yesterday. Well, um, is that bad? <laughs> Great. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, that was um thrilling to me. As was, I love a Caroline and Catherine mess around. We really don't get so them very good. much. But also, I just realized, especially since the peas, like Catherine's not interacting with her daughter. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Her daughter should probably be in this episode. Yeah, was not that reveal the last uh, yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> so Catherine naturally wanted to spend no time with her daughter, and I'm like, that tracks. <laughs> you didn't ask for this, but you did, <laughs> Catherine. <laughs> oh God, I love Naja. This the like one line Naja got in the peas. I was screaming. I was like, yeah. The <laughs> listening to I've I've edited the first twenty minutes of our episode on five hundred three, and we are howling about Nadja. Like I am to hear myself. I can feel the glow. I'm I'm so so in love with with Nadja and her nonsense. It's just it's and Jill hasn't figured it out yet, and we're like it's guessable technically. Yeah, <laughs> a gift. Her nonsense is different than Katsia's nonsense, which is just the peak of hotness. Don't you mean Tessa? No. <laughs> I, this whitewashing of Katsia, I will not allow it, even though she is Greek. I yeah, she look, she's ancient Greek. Um, but I have to say, like, I think we talked about it before, but just like who benefits? Um, who benefits other than like, I don't know, people who were recapping the season and had a hard time spelling Ketsia? Just call Bad her reason. cute. I'd be fine with calling her cute. Tessa makes me so upset. Or Z. <laughs> I don't know. That's also bad. Zia. <laughs> bad. Zia. Cats. Cats. <laughs> Probably not good. Oh, God. Sorry, Latoya. Oh, hello, Cats. Ah, uh, cats, you're back again. <laughs> yeah, probably not good. So we should call her cats, is what you're saying? Yeah, we should call her cats. If you need something short, call her cats. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but uh, Latoya, do you have any other initial thoughts? Um, what did you think about Amara and uh, her existence in the present day? I gotta say, from what I remember, n- not much. No offense to Nina, because you know. Amara is not like the most interesting of all the doppelgangers. I gotta say, she—it's not to spoil hugely for Jill, but she does not get a ton to do. Um, uh, but I think I think it's a nice performance. Like the 
like I, I, I wouldn't. I, I have nothing critical to say about mm. the performance yeah. not being good or anything. Like I think she's Drusilla-ing about like it's cute. Mm-hmm. I feel like if we had a D scale, she would be like the far end of wanting the D. She turbo wants the D. She yeah. turbo wants the D. Uh, First thing when she comes out is just like, I need death. <laughs> Sorry, Silas. I gotta go. Love you. Bye. <laughs> um, but, so yeah, what I said before that like I think the problem with season five is um, – mostly the big bad the big bad is not amara just so you know it's not no that would rule though nina big bad yes i feel like can i say this Hmm. Mm -hmm. we'll cut it if you can't i feel like she would off herself before coming the big bad (laughs) yeah i mean duh. That's the reason why David had to tie her up, even though you're like isn't this unnecessary like no she wants to be dead yeah she's like ready yeah, I'm not going to finish that sentence. Yeah, she would have ladybirded out of that car yeah. <laughs> uh, and to a full fatality. <laughs> but it's so funny. It's so funny that he has no patience. Like, I know I'm it throughout this episode, I'm going to say things somewhat critical of Damon, even though I think this was a, a fine Damon episode. Um, uh, but uh, I find it completely funny that he has no sympathy for her. Amara, because it is perfectly in character, he would not care. He's just like, this is crazy pants. And I'm like, to be fair, she's been in this like awful stone coma for all of this time. And like, we should maybe have some sympathy, but it is very funny to me that he has none. And there's also, you'll learn more reason why she is a uh, quote unquote crazy pants. But also, like, it is an episode of both Silas and Ketz, you know, um, reacting to this doppelganger situation. So for Damon to just be like, I don't fucking care, <laughs> that's pretty funny. Also, Damon, I know I said in the chat, and I'm excited for us to talk about it, Damon, what Damon says about the doppelganger stuff to me was, like, the healthiest Damon outlook I've seen in a minute, where, like, Silas is like, we're fated to be together, actually, and he's like, you have to, like, wrench apart heaven and earth. This doesn't sound like fate to me. This sounds like you're the fucking worst. Okay, bye. (laughs) I was like, that's, that's my boy. That's. That's the Damon I I once knew, because <laughs> like he I, like I again going through our our other episode we talked about like the season four of it all with Damon. It's not just about how he's like shitty to Elena and shitty about the sire bond. It's also that he just like completely turns his back on Stefan. So I don't know. It's nice. It's nice to see him and Paul together in this episode, even though it's not uh, Damon and uh, Steve. <laughs> So much for Paul to do in this episode. Being hot, two different places. <laughs> we told you that Paul is having a time in this season. Paul is killing it. <laughs> he's looking good. Yeah. <laughs> and he's acting even better. <laughs> um, I, I say uh, complimentary. Um, but yeah, it. I thought I've, I'm, I'm just going to launch right into my uh, thoughts on this episode. If, if no, I only cared done. about Latoya's. That's fair. <laughs> um, I thought it was funny. There was another Nina. I was like, <laughs> let's get more Ninas. I was like, Nina, go off. <laughs> Is this around the time where Julie Pleck was like, hey, I just want to say, like, Orphan Black, like, we did it first. And I was like, it's a little different. <laughs> I was I mean, like, I, 
we were all saying it, but she shouldn't have said it because she, you know, made the show. We can say it. We can say it. And she can be like, she could even be in the back of the room like, hey, wasn't Nina Dobrev doing that first or the vampire? But like, she probably shouldn't have said it. Um, But like, Nina's great and doing great. But like, Tatiana Maslany would have like, three Tatiana Mislanis in a scene and they would be the only her only scene partners and she'd be talking to them and playing all of them playing each other against each other like don't you know a little Nina's been playing Damon Salvatore for the at least the past two seasons I always forget and you know what she's been doing a great job (laughs) (laughs) the actor left due to a hat contract dispute (laughs) so she had to take over (laughs) Nina um I loved Nina I wrote three Ninas in the chat a bunch in all caps and then I'm like shut up Morgan I know that we've said this a lot but Nina is so good she's so fucking good agreed she's so good she can do it good actors on this show (laughs) (laughs) yeah Jill (laughs) it really is a great cast though and like it is bizarre how few of them are working right now i'm very confused but also like pandemic you know i've heard of it yeah i heard of it once (laughs) um should we dive in gang let's do it dive in you You know know it feels good when you dive in (laughs) christy carlson romano jill Oh, man. We're we're right in time for the Christy Carlson Romano renaissance of content. (laughs) You guys are watching. (laughs) I have not watched a single Christy Carlson Romano video. Um, I I don't know if you guys have. I've just seen all the memes about it. (laughs) Here's why I don't have Anne Hathaway's career. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, there's only one reason? (laughs) Oh, God. I heard she talked about 9-11. Um, <laughs> I heard that too, yeah. <laughs> that's she a move. She talked about the, like, the, the Disney Channel 9-11 videos because she needs to. Oh, I hope she did. Okay, well, now we need to watch these videos. Also, Jill, you were confused when Morgan and I saying dive in, so I'm putting this in the chat and <laughs> soon so you can watch it. Okay. Yeah, Thank Jill, I'm going to need you to take Considering a Considering you a, apparently a, haven't watched it quick before. Quick this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Like, Katy Perry stole from her when she did the music video for Dark Horse. Let's just be honest. (laughs) Yes. Like, I know she throws shade in a bunch of other people and, like, says they have the career she wants or whatever, but that's what she should be getting on Katy Perry about. Mm -hmm. The theft of the uh, white girl Egyptian aesthetic. (laughs) Which makes, again, makes no sense for this song. No sense. No sense for Dark Horse either. (laughs) (laughs) There, Jill, you're caught up. Thank you. I do remember that. Any thoughts? <laughs> Pretty so good, right? many. Can't vocalize them. <laughs> you gotta you gotta vocalize them. This is an audio video. <laughs> We're not here to talk about Christy Carlson Romano. Uh, <laughs> We're changing the podcast. <laughs> um, okay. Our episode begins. Sleigh Bells is playing, uh, Bitter Rivals. Um I this we were in a post bling ring trailer world, so we were all listening to sleigh bells, correct? Um, and we open with my OTP, Catherine and Diner Food. <laughs> that diner food looked good. It looks so fucking good. Catherine's at a diner; she's having a grand old time. And then the waitress comments on her hair, and Catherine takes a look at it and realizes she's going gray. 
the the waitress says like bold choice or something yeah. and i'm like that's rude <laughs> you're like mind your own business man <laughs> that is the definition of shade yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like you're not gonna get a great tip after saying that <laughs> That woman just ordered like four different meals. You say, love the hair, move on. <laughs> she wasn't going to comment on her, on her like strange eating disorder, but she would be yeah. like, full <laughs> choice on the hair. Rude. They should have been saying that about Elena's hair choice when you get the red if, if people instead of saying, I love the haircut, but were like, bold choice, we would mm-hmm. know what it meant. We would have known. Uh, so Catherine's worried about her gray hair. Off of that, we go to a scene uh, in the Salvatore house. Elena and Damon are canoodling by the fire. And I'm like, isn't it basically summer? Like, isn't it hot there? I mean, I guess it's, you know, it's fall because school. Yeah, I guess school has started. Yeah, I guess it's not hot there at this time of year. Uh, redacted. Uh, sorry, retracted. <laughs> uh, yeah, they had Halloween. That was yesterday. The Halloween party was yesterday, as they note. Okay, so it's early November. It's cold. All right. I take it back. I take it back. Um, So, yeah, they're snuggling and, like, you know, (laughs) Damon's like, yeah, something bad's probably going to happen any second. And she's like, don't say that. (laughs) I think this scene's cute. It is. But also, like, classic Elena being, he's like, it's going to be miserable. He's like, oh, oh, Damon, you're so funny. Like, (laughs) 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 fucking worse. I so wish Ben could have seen them. the face that you made when you giggled. <laughs> I missed it. I was looking at the script. It was good. <laughs> oh, God damn it. So the bad thing that interrupts their good day does show up. It's Silas. Yes. A good day. <laughs> he enters with a good morning, frenemies. <laughs> <laughs> Already at a 10. Uh, what a fucking asshole. And, like, he's like, I fucking love being a witch. This is the best. And Damon's like, why are you breaking into our home? And he says, well, Damon, after 2,000 years of a miserable existence, I finally get to die. (laughs) So, in terms of D, people who need to be ranked about wanting the D, let's put Silas on the board for now. Because there's a lot of people in this episode competing for the number one slot. I love that, uh, just to get ahead of us real quick, Bonnie is, like, just content keeping the D. Yeah, she's like, I'm I'm fine where I am. (laughs) Keeping the D from everybody else. She doesn't want anyone else to have it. Gatekeeping the D. (laughs) Again, if we had, like, special episode titles, that would be the title for this episode. Gatekeeping the D. Uh, uh, so then, uh, at Katsia's cabin, um, Stefan wakes up from a night of a lot of tequila and body shots that I am offended we didn't see. Why did we, we saw them, Damon snapping Stefan's neck a bunch. We did not see the body shots that happened after that. Rude, rude, rude. <laughs> so, um, Bonus scenes? Very- Deleted scenes? <laughs> Please? Please? <laughs> For, for us? <laughs> we just tweet at Julie Plank, hey, Julie. <laughs> you guys uh, shoot anything uh, for that? <laughs> she oh, probably love know. that. <laughs> so uh, Katia is in a very good mood, and it's because she saw a text pop up on Stefan's phone. Um, warning, a, a warning from your friends. Silas took the cure. And she's like, he's a witch, he's mortal, and I can kill him. Uh, get up, gorgeous. Your doppelganger dies today. 
hot. <laughs> yeah. Please Are kill we him. supposed to, to, to not like cats? Because I love her. Cats. I honestly don't. I, like, I think we're supposed to, like, find her and Silas, like, somewhat, like, equal. Well, no, I think we're. Silas is worse. Silas killed Bonnie's dad. Um, so I guess we're just supposed to be wary of her. Like, we don't know what she'll do. She's I mean, yeah, crazy. she's untrustworthy, but, like, she's fun. She's hot. She's hot and she's fun. And, and that's what else do you people want? <laughs> I, I, just knowing this fandom, they all bitched about her. They probably thought she was getting in the way of Stefan and Elena. I'm like, you, what are you talking about? Is it not enough for a woman to be hot and unhinged? <laughs> what else do you people want? Uh, I need to, again, catch up on Big Sky. I'm so upset that she's going to be the big bad on Big Sky. <laughs> Big Sky, Big Bad. <laughs> I love that as a love that as a title for her. Um, so then our next scene, we're back with the we're back with the Salvatore at the Salvatore house, and Silas is like, "Yeah, Katsy is a vengeful bitch. Amara died her hands, but like now I'm gonna finally reunite with her. You know, after I kill myself. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> woo woo! Uh, and they're like, cool, are you going to keep your promise about bringing Bonnie back to life? And he's like, oh, yeah. And Elena's like, but you're kind of evil. No offense. <laughs> Fair enough. And she's like, I just like don't know why we should in any way trust you. Silas offers to pinky swear. And at this point, I say, Silas, your hand in marriage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I Jill mean, was about this. <laughs> let's think about Silas's trustworthiness. Like... I'm sure if, if they have something he wants, then he will do what he needs to get to do to get it, which means like helping them. Like he hasn't really um been able to backstab people really because he's been, you know, st- a stone man <laughs> for a while. Mm-hmm. And yet the most like really trickery he did was when he was a stone man and he got into their heads and he made Atticus Shane a little cray. <laughs> <laughs> little and cray. When he was like pretending to be Stefan with Elena and was like, Hey, I'm back. <laughs> That was that was shady. That was absolutely shady. <laughs> um, so Silas explains he just wants to destroy the other side, so he doesn't get stuck in that purgatory when he finally does kill himself. Yeah, because that's like that, what he's been saying. Like he has a specific one goal. There's like no twist on what his goal is. Is what I'm saying basically, which is yeah. why you should quote unquote trust him to, to in, in this kind of terms because like he he just wants the one thing. <laughs> Yeah, and this doesn't seem to be, like, in opposition to that at all. And he says, I'll bring Bonnie back before I do. Um, And he's like, I can totally do both things. I just have to find the anchor and destroy it. I mean, yeah, honestly, if anything, he probably likes Bonnie. (laughs) Maybe a little bit. He he did work with her. And he knows how powerful she was, at least. So, which is why he, like, sought her out. Mm Mm-hmm. He also just, like, doesn't give a fuck. Like, I just don't think he cares about these people at all. So he's like, yeah, I'll fucking do it. Like, whatever. <laughs> um, so then at the cabin, uh, Katsia is also talking about the anchor. She says it's the object she used to bind the spell when she created the other side. If it is destroyed, then the spell is broken. There's no more other side. And Silas can die and find peace. And she would rather that not happen. Where is this anchor, you might be asking? It's in New Jersey. Gabagool. <laughs> <Hell laughs> <yeah. laughs> uh, woke up this morning. 
Um, Damon is like, Damon makes a Snooky reference, and I'm like, oh, right. It was the past. <laughs> he made another reference in this episode where I'm like, why is he making all of these, like, he ma- Pocahontas, that's what he said. I was like, oh, why are they giving Pocahontas. Damon all these lines? I, I missed that, uh, the Pocahontas one. But also remember, he's old. Yeah, he's uh, – and people were all up in arms about Snooki. I will say even old people knew about Snooki to a certain degree because what an iconoclast. But also, <laughs> y'all ever see Snooki wrestle? No, what? I've he never seen an episode. WrestleMania in a tag team match, yeah. Was she good? Yes, actually. Really? <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. I never watched Jersey Shore, so I, I have no thoughts or feelings about her. Let me see real quick if it's like online, like so we can watch like after. Hell yeah. Um, so so yeah, so Silas explains that Tom daily motion, just so you know. Hell yes. So Silas explains it's in a stockyard, like the anchor, and it's being shipped uh like shipped out, so they have to hurry. But who shows up? but a swole little boy with a crossbow. <laughs> he is so angry. And Elena's like, hey, no, no, no. Like, we all want the same thing. Silas dead. Bonnie alive. It's going to be fine. Oh, so this is where D- Damon calls Jeremy Pocahontas yeah. for using a bow and arrow, which is Just weird. Racist? <laughs> I- <laughs> yeah, like... I don't. I guess my first thought when I think of Pocahontas is not bow and arrow. Not at all. Not, I don't. What, yeah, what I think are we like going for here. Not Robin like, Hood. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy Renner. Like, like <laughs> Thor was out by now. You could have just said. No one was going to say Jeremy Renner. <laughs> I mean, everyone was. They, his name was on everyone's lips. <laughs> Those were the day. Watch Damon Salvatore say Jeremy Renner in an episode where we're just going to be, like, very upset. I I just think Damon knows who Jeremy Renner is. Damon watched The Hurt Locker. Damon's a film bro. (laughs) Oh, God. Well, I mean, he makes a Citizen Kane reference in this very episode. I hate everything about this. Uh God, D- Damon will not shut up about Pulp Fiction. I was just gonna say it. that. <laughs> it's like the first time I saw Pulp Fiction was so incredible. It was so amazing, and I'm just like, no one had ever done it like that before. I'm gonna be like, shut up. <laughs> Damon versus Stefan, Tarantino versus Scorsese. That's what's happening here. Absolutely. I'm Team Stefan. There, Team Stefan. <laughs> Can I be both? <laughs> you You can be whatever you want. Yeah. Let me be both. Layers. <laughs> Biatches. Catherine Pierce told us that it's okay to love them both. <laughs> <laughs> and she meant Quentin Tarantino and Martin Scorsese. It's <laughs> 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 gonna be back, guys. <laughs> Lovely to be with you all. <laughs> That's um, what breaks me. <laughs> <laughs> it's what she was talking about <laughs> uh, it was an idea she came up with then and then reused it for the boys um, so Jeremy does ask the very fair question of like why should we believe you like you're awful and Silas is like I mean I am kind of a monster <laughs> but he's like I'm gonna he, Silas does a bunch of threats and he then calls himself a he, he mentions that he is constantly reinventing himself. He says, I'm kind of like a supernatural Madonna, don't you think? Yes. 
what Madonna era is it is Silas in right now? Ray of Light. I'm what? Ray of Light. Ray of Light. Okay, I was thinking like hung up. I would say Ray of Light or music. Okay. Don't Love tell it. me is on music, right? Maybe. I think my, so. My Madonna knowledge is fairly light, which I know is wrong of me. But I assumed we were in like we were in like older reboot Madonna, like post the moment. Uh, you know, given how old he is. Yes, I was gonna say, don't tell me. Yeah, is is on music? And I was like, I just see him doing like a sexy line dance situation. My God, love that for him. Um, so, so in Te- so back with Tessa, we're we're cutting back and forth between them, and uh, Tessa's like, hey, you know, like the she like she t- realizes she like took a bunch of knowledge from him <laughs> when she fried his brain, which is hysterical. She's like, oh, I already told you this, but like, I guess I did burn it out of there when I zapped your brain. Whoops. <laughs> yeah, I told you a whole uh, episode's worth of exposition and then I wiped your brain. Whoops. Like, oh, that was really inconvenient because that was a long episode of exposition and you don't have any of it. Wasn't that so hot of me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was. It really, really was, though. Um, so she ta- she's talking about the travelers, and she's like, Silas wants to destroy the other side so he can be at peace with that slut Amara he calls his one true love. The travelers don't want that. And I laughed very hard. Yes. Um, <laughs> women versus women, bad. Slut shaming, bad. But it's also, mm. her delivery is so Her funny. delivery is so good. Her delivery is so good, and in defense uh, of, in further defense of her using the word "slut," um, is that you can't curse that much on these shows. There are so few curse words available. Like you know, you can't say "fuck" and you can't say "shit," and you can't say "asshole," and I think you you can say "bitch" and you can say "dick," but like, I think not like a ton. So sometimes. You gotta use something else. And her use of the word slut was a beautiful piece of cinematic swearing. And her emphasis, like, really good. I fucking love her. <laughs> Always so love we- her. Love her so much. So good. Is she, I'm gonna say, is she still on the morning show for season two? Because that will be, make it at least worth it. I hope she is. I hope she's making, continues to make that Apple TV money. Um, I hope she continues to get free AirPods. <laughs> That's what Here, I want take for her. these AirPods and just <laughs> chuck them at her. Yes. Um, so, uh, so she explains that the travelers don't want um, him at peace on the other side. And when Stefan asks why not, she's like, not important. Well, actually, it's really important. I'm just not going to tell you. <laughs> hot, hot, Love hot. Love her. Uh, the, the world, like, Jenica Vankar, like, she works. Like, she books. Mm-hmm. But, like... I feel like we've still failed her. She's so beautiful. She's so talented. She, she should be, be a household name. Exactly. I, yeah. I love her so much. For a second, I thought you were going to say she should be a housewife. And I was like, I mean, I would watch. But <laughs> <laughs> watch her absolutely murder Kyle Richards. Yes. <laughs> but um, probably not the best use of her talents. Um, so Stefan makes a good point, which is he's like, I think I need to be like drunk to understand this. And I'm like, fair enough. The logic is a little screwy. But um, Tessa's like, yeah, the travelers have had the anchor for 2000 years. They move it so it doesn't fall into the right hands. And like, they're not going to let Silas get near it, at least not before I kill him. And um, like, 
then Stefan's like, but what if they do? And he gets to it. And she's like, well, he won't be able to destroy it. And I also won't tell you why. <laughs> Hot. Hot people don't need to give explanations. That's what and she that said. is something. <laughs> that's something I fully believe. If you're hot, you don't have to explain shit to me. <laughs> um, so then, uh, like, at the Salvatore house, uh, we're all going to get going on our road trip, except for Elena, because no girl's allowed. <laughs> Silas shoots her with a bow and arrow in the calf. <laughs> and then is like, the heart's next or some shit, right? <laughs> yes, he like, calls oh, her a Jesus. hot. <laughs> but also, he's not saying no girls allowed because of the patriarchy. He has a, a good reason, I guess. Yes, no Elena's allowed. No do- no, uh, no Amara doppelgangers allowed. It says, you're a freaky carbon copy of my one true love. You, c- you can understand why I would not want to stare at her imposter face every day. I love that he refers to her as his one true love, like a Disney princess. <laughs> Yeah, he is he's on one. Like the thing that he I wish we could have seen more of his scene with Amara and like their dynamic now that she is the way she is and like he thinks all their problems are solved. Like I think that would have been nice to breathe in for a little bit, but like yeah. obviously fast-paced show, lots of stuff, but I would have enjoyed seeing him more like, you know, in James Marsden from Enchanted mode. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> He'd be so stoked. No, Jill, I feel like you'd be like, ah, he's boring now. He's a basic ass bitch. (laughs) I like James Marston and Enchanted, though. (laughs) But I don't think you would like it if Silas became that. If he became too soft. (laughs) But I don't know. So far, Silas has yet to do do wrong by you. True. Um, I love him. I love him so much. I love him, too. I feel like people don't love him. I'm like, you're wrong. What are you? I think Matthew didn't love him, and I was like, Matthew. Matthew. Which also, we gotta talk. About, we gotta get that boy on here to talk about the show. I know. Ask Ask Matthew what uh, season five episode he'd want to come on for. Okay, because yeah. he's he's very invited. Um, and okay, so um, yeah, Elena's like, but like we're bringing my friend back from the dead. I'm coming, and they're like, no, you're not. <laughs> uh, so we're off back in the cabin. More Stefan and Katsia. They're so dang hot. Um, <laughs> Katsia calls him Sweet Pea. <laughs> Don't you worry about the details. Silas is going to die today. And he'll spend eternity on the other side. Body shots. Like, <laughs> please. We can't yeah. have them fucking because there would be, like, consent questions. But, like, yeah. body shots. Yeah. I-, I would like to see a body shot, please. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes please <laughs> uh, so she's like I have it all covered like you don't scheme as long as I have without considering every possibility and then she tries to leave and she can't because Silas has put a magical barrier spell <laughs> on the cabin and she can't leave ah! <laughs> so good so good um, when this show is funny it's so fucking good <laughs> and she's like fuck we're stuck here until sundown <laughs> Oops. I mean, if Stefan did had his, you know, his memories back, he would make the snarkiest quip right that at that moment. So true. But instead he's just like, ah, this might as well happen. <laughs> just rolling Is this with where the she's punches. Like, I, I taught him the spell or something. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Dun. She was so dickmatized. <laughs> 
truly there were so many times where I was like the dick can't be that good but I but you brought up that Silas's dick could possibly be that good and I'm like well yeah. it appears so <laughs> I could maybe buy that um our next plot line begins and I'm so fucking happy about it we're in the dorms at Whitmore College a real college that you could totally go to <laughs> I've thinking about this like the structure of this episode's weird right Yes. Okay. It's it's to me no. It's fine. It's first like this, like oh yeah, Whitmore College, and then when Bonnie shows up, oh yeah, Bonnie. Like I didn't expect Bonnie to be in this episode. Honestly, the structure of this episode is weird. There's not a lot of time. I would say that it's like it's a very like tightly cut episode. Like there's no room for fat or for breaks or for breathing in much of anything um which can be like part of the fun of this show but there are definitely a couple moments where i was like well maybe we could have like in an ideal world we could have hung out here a little more i would kind of love to see them uh, and and now that i say this i'm wrong to say it but i would i'd be interested in seeing them do something like uh netflixy or streaming with like slightly less intense um time restrictions because it might be nice to see them fill like a 50 minute space instead i think it could be good for them <laughs> um so we're in the dorm uh and Catherine has dyed her hair and elena shows up uh ah. who shows up <laughs> oh stupid and caroline <laughs> shows up and thinks that Catherine's elena and is like talking about tyler and, oh, uh, so and they're trying to pack that i miss tyler i miss him too me as well <laughs> <sighs> They're doing him so wrong, though. Don't worry. They can do him wronger. (laughs) It can get worse. Guys, we need another break. (laughs) I don't want to deal with Tyler. (laughs) Uh, I've been seeing stills of him on Roswell, and I'm like, Trevino, looking so good. (laughs) Dang. Congrats to him. Did I tell you guys that he goes to the Orange Theory that I like was going to go to? You did, and you were like, I can't ago. do it. And I was like, but you should. I can't do it. <laughs> I I would die at an Orange Theory. They're intense. I used to do it with my mom sometimes. And um, I have almost passed out at an Orange Theory more than once. <laughs> Which is embarrassing. I don't like do. running. If it was just lifting, I'd be fine. But put me on a treadmill and I cry. <laughs> I do a bike, I think, instead of running. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know, that's still <laughs> shitty. Um, okay. Uh, oh, so- Morgan, I have to ask, have you seen Jolt yet? Because I have yet to see Jolt. Is Trevino in Jolt? No, I'm asking because a friend oh. tweeting, like, live tweeting Jolt finally because they're finally watching it. Mm, no, um, I haven't seen Jolt Trevino yet. could be in Jolt too. Uh, the Joltening. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that for him. Um, God, we need to write stuff specifically to all of the members of the Vampire Diaries cast that don't have gigs right now, and even some of them that do, and seduce them away to a better thing. Um, and because all of them need to be working, and all of them need to be working on good stuff. <laughs> but we're all settled for stuff that we've made. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Catherine tries to play along for a minute and be like, yeah, I'm I'm Elena. She's already so bad. She's so awful. Like, <laughs> What's happening? Like, no. <laughs> Go with it. 
Yeah, like they're talking about like, yeah, Dr. Maxfield thinks we're vampires and he threatened to expose us. We have to drop out. And Catherine's like, that sucks. <laughs> Wait, you're scared of a teacher? Yeah. <laughs> then Which, Carol. True. Oh. <laughs> true, hot. Also, he is five foot one. So why are you scared of <laughs> Did we call him a Keebler elf? I don't know why that just came into my mind. <laughs> Sounds like something we would do. <laughs> oh, I hate him so much. And I feel bad because the actor was good on The Flash. And I remember being very, like, instantly seeing him being like, ew. And then being like, oh, you know what? He's not so bad. Yeah, I think everyone had the same reaction for, on The Flash. And he's like, no, he's, like, charming and likable, which he is there. Mm-hmm. Not here. Yeah, it's just Dr. Max that's the problem. Uh, so... We cannot skate over this moment and we cannot discuss it enough because Caroline then gets suspicious and uh, choke slams Catherine against the wall. <laughs> hot. 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 I I can't. I simply can't. I was dying. <laughs> There's like more, more of them, please. Because I feel like it's also like such a loaded dynamic given that like Catherine is Caroline's like sire and she like initially did not want this, but is now like doing pretty good at being a vampire. Like all of this stuff. So all of loaded. their stuff was so much fun. I want more of them. Like there was like a really fun, like chaotic bimbo energy to yeah. the blood drawing scene. Yeah. <laughs> yes. She carried the one. <laughs> I, I that when when we get there. Oh my god. I was I was unwell. Um so Catherine uh is like I just need somewhere to stay and Caroline goes, "What? I loathe you though." <laughs> and Catherine's like, "Look, I'm desperate. Damon kicked me out. Stefan doesn't remember me. I just spent my last $20 on a meal I didn't even get to enjoy." And I'm like, "You didn't enjoy it? It looked so good." <laughs> you got that just for $20? Damn, girl. Yeah. Yeah, god. Take me to a Virginia diner. Um, so Caroline's like, oh, how's this my problem? Hot, hot, hot. And Catherine's like, I don't know. You're like giving up. It's very un-Caroline of me. You need me. Bad. Which is to, which is a line I'm stealing for the fan fiction that I'm writing about um, this scene. Uh, so Catherine says, in exchange for a place to stay and Elena's meal card, I will help you with Dr. Whoever. <laughs> and when she finds out his name is Dr. Maxfield and he teaches bio, she laughs. <laughs> and she's like, ew, scared you of a teacher. villain 101. <laughs> yes. But she says, luckily, she's an honorary doctorate. <laughs> so silly. She used lumber her way through all of these undercover scenes. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Never, we'll never recover. Um, so then, uh, we go, we go back to the cabin, and we have a phone call between Elena and Ketsia. She calls Stefan, but Ketsia picks up. He's and, in the shower. Um, the oldest trick in the book. <laughs> wink. I did a big Lucille Bluth wink, but it did not pick up obviously on the mic. <laughs> um. So yeah. So Stefan's showering. And Tessa base uh Ketsia, sorry, my transcript says Tessa, so sometimes it's hard to not say Tessa, but I refuse to <laughs> uh fold to this tyranny. Um so, <laughs> um 
first of all, Ketsy is like, oh my god, your doppelganger voice is just like Amara's. So whiny. (laughs) (laughs) Just reads her. So fucking good. Uh, And she's like, oh yeah, oh, Stefan, he's in the shower. He works up quite the sweat, but I guess you know that. (laughs) <laughs> Dang. She's like, can I give him a message? And Elena says, yeah, remind him that you're a crazy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> to which Jessa replies, I would, but I think that's maybe his type. And then they hang up. <laughs> yes. Excellent. Yes. Absolutely fucking amazing. Elena calls Damon and is like, fuck, like, Stefan's with Ketsia. Why does he keep going back to her? And Damon's like, I don't know. He has amnesia. (laughs) (laughs) And Silas is like, wait, you didn't tell her? (laughs) Even Silas is surprised by how bad a boyfriend Damon is. Remember, this is the day after the the last episode. And instead of telling her, he was just going to spoon her on the couch. <laughs> like, oh my god. Bad, bad, bad. Season so five David has to be like, rules. <laughs> like, because I think at least David being a bad boyfriend is like funny and chaotic here as opposed to being like so upsetting. Because Elena's at least constantly being exposed to and aware of how shitty Damon is. And she does get mad, which is very different than her being like, oh my God, I'm sure you did that for like the best of reasons. Season four, Elena would have been like, that's so cool of you to have broken Stefan's neck a bunch. I I can't wait to find out why. Tell me in your own time. (laughs) No pressure. (laughs) We are having fun on this episode. As it should be. Um, so Damon's like, okay, well, uh, um, Silas needed like his psychic powers to get into Katsia's head. And the only way to reactivate his abilities was to break Stefan's neck a couple times. <laughs> and Elena's like, Jesus, he hates us enough. Like, And so she runs over there. Damon's like, no, 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 give him space. But she's like, no, fuck you. Sounds like he's mad at you, not at us. Maybe we can find some common ground. (laughs) She hangs up on him. That's my girl. A lot of people hanging up on people in this. I love it. People don't have time to say goodbye. Wish we still had flip phones. I could snap them shut. All of these would have felt very satisfying with the snap of a flip phone. (laughs) (laughs) A nice razor. Mm-hmm. The, the Vampire Diaries really does have, like, flip phone energy. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, how does no one have a Motorola Crazer on this show? <laughs> and watching, like, the OC, Sandy Cohen had one, and I was like, that was the phone my mom had. <laughs> Michael was like, this is so fun to watch TV with you. Get all these fun facts. Um, Jill, do you want to talk about the knock-knock joke that Silas tells? Oh, my God. <laughs> It's a good joke, but <laughs> poor taste. <laughs> Very poor taste. It's a good joke, though. Uh, do you want uh, me to tell it and you guys can ask me the questions? You have the script. I would know yeah. that. Knock, knock. Knock, knock. <laughs> <laughs> Here, I'll do knock, knock, and you do who's there, okay? Okay. Knock, knock. Who's there? The mayor. The mayor who? And then David says, well... Who again? 
And Silas says, no one. That's the joke. No one's there because I killed the mayor. (laughs) And at least Jeremy is like, you're a dick. We didn't need that button to the scene, Jeremy. (laughs) It is very mean. And it does also have nothing to do with anything that's going on. He just wanted to be an asshole and remind them he murdered Bonnie's father. Rude. Rude, but also it was funny. Damo's like, well, Bonnie's dad never liked me. He really likes Stefan, though. <laughs> so it was pretty fucked up of me to kill him in the same face. <laughs> he must have been so confused. Um, then at Dr. Maxfield's, um, Elena. <laughs> uh, Maxfield again and- is a terrible name. <laughs> they kept saying it, and every time I was like, this is bad. Sounds fake. Like it's a clumsy portmanteau of name sounds, and it's it's bad. His name first name should be Max. His last name should be Field. The end. I'm editing the first episode of season five right now, and we refer to them as Addie Shane and Wessie Max. <laughs> Good. We rob them of their power. <laughs> Wessie um, Max. Wessie Wessie Max Max is knocked out cold by uh, Catherine with a syringe because she and Caroline are like Scooby-Dooing around his lab and I type the lyrics to Monster Mash in the chat (laughs) because I can only think about Monster Mash when he's doing science in his lab. Um, It makes me very happy. What about the monster fuck? I mean, I also think about the monster fuck, but I think most about working in the lab late one night. You say monster fuck, that's actually Addie Shane's. <laughs> that Addie Shane's more of a monster fuck, yeah. A little creep. Um, <laughs> so then uh, Elena shows up to the cabin and Ketsy is like, oh, wow, if it isn't the faded love, come on in. Who am I to stand in the way of destiny? And then she comes in and is immediately trapped and Ketsy is like, he, he, he. <laughs> a little scamp. <laughs> uh, Stefan sees that Elena's here and he's like, fuck, you should not have come in here. And she's like, oh, I'm really sorry. I would not have let Damon do that. Like, I didn't know. And Stefan's like, I don't know. You probably would have. You have this annoying tendency to do anything he tells you to do. Oop. Oop. Um, Yikes. Fair. Uh, very fair. Uh, I'm Kenzie glad they says, had that line. I, yeah, it's, it's very fair, especially like Stefan with a clear perspective also can say that, like having only known all of them for a short amount of time, even he can pick this up. Like that's a problematic dynamic, baby. Um, Katsia says, I'm no shrink, but I think it's called codependence. (laughs) I don't know if they're codependent. I think she just apologizes for his bad behavior because I don't think he's really enabling anything from her. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Is it more uh, parasitic? <laughs> yeah, it feels uh. more parasitic. So Elaine is like, look, I'm really sorry, but like, do you really think like fucking Ketsia is going to help everything? And he's like, who said I was fucking Ketsia? And they both <laughs> look at her and she's like, I'm so bad with messages. <laughs> <laughs> she never said they were fucking. <laughs> I... Love her. And Elena's like, She just said Stefan's a sweaty bitch. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what she said. Um, And Elena's like, oh, cool. Um, And she's like deeply embarrassed because she has been caught 
red-handed being jealous and she has a boyfriend <laughs> and she's like oh i just, uh, came by to make sure she hadn't done some like fatal attraction spell on you okay bye mm-hmm. she cannot leave because of the prank <laughs> immediately elena is like i don't understand context because like stefan amnesia knows is like you really shouldn't have come in here he's not talking about the fact like he was fucking this chick dude like come on <laughs> What a farce. <laughs> Elena. <laughs> Elena. Uh, I love her so much, though. Oh, I wrote in my notes real big words, Jello in all caps, because she is lime green Jello and she can't even admit it to herself. Um, so then we arrive in New Jersey. <laughs> we pull up in front of our warehouse and I, Silas is. I just realized, how long does it take to get from Virginia? To New Jersey. We should look that up. I'm on it. Since apparently the Whitmore party was, again, the day after the Halloween party. <laughs> um, Look up like Covington, Virginia. I think that's the city Six where they hours. shoot. Okay. It's Not, that, that, I mean, that's it's like feasible, LA then. Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> it, um, was like, yeah. it was 5 a.m. when they were canoodling. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. If they're both morning people, I hate them. If they're both morning people, I will never, ever support Delena again. <laughs> Everything good I've said about them, I redact. If I retract. I can't speak today, and I keep confusing words. But yeah, no, I retract everything good I've ever said about them if they're both morning people. And that's the truth. And that's well my truth. <laughs> Um, but they arrive in New Jersey and Silas is kind of poking at Damon and is like, how can you stand being here while your girlfriend sits at home worrying about her doppelganger soulmate? You told her to stay there. <laughs> yeah. And Damon's like, it's called being secure. Since when? Yeah. And he's like, you don't believe in that prophecy shit, right? And like, Silas is like, do you not notice the universe trying to mirror my love for Amara by bringing our doppelgangers together over and over again? And Damon's like, I, by destroying the other side, you are personally moving heaven and earth to be together. That's not fate, you idiot. That's you being a crazy person, which we talked about earlier. And I think, yeah, I think that's a healthy perspective for Damon to have because um, it's mean, true. But also, like, he has to move heaven and earth because, say, they are fated. Like, Katsia did something to make him, like, to, to ruin fate, essentially. So, like... I understand why he would do that. In yeah, theory, like they are reaction. fated, but she intervened. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good for Katsia. <laughs> um, so Jeremy's like, where's the anchor? And Silas reveals that he has no idea. Like, he found the warehouse, but not the specific item. Jeremy is so, like, laissez-faire about it. He's like, where's the stupid anchor? Like, what the hell? <laughs> why is he here? to life today? <laughs> Shouldn't you be bathing in Axe body spray somewhere? Oh my god. <laughs> Fucking nerd. <laughs> Shouldn't you be washing your sheets for the first time in a full year? <laughs> you asshole. We're back, baby. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we are gonna be looking for a needle in a haystack, and and they're like, and Silas is like, I don't know, I'll know the thing when I see it. It's not gonna like look like an IKEA sink, so mm. <laughs> And the search begins. Back to the lab with our ladies and our Keebler elf. Back to the lab part. <laughs> <laughs> um, we reveal the 
but Catherine has no idea what she injected him with. <laughs> it just said, avoid contact with eyes and do not ingest. And he's like, Elena, what are you doing? And she's clearly not Elena, but <laughs> again, he's- these normies can't tell. Okay, so he says it was a torphine. Let's find out what that is. I'm Googling. Uh, it's a synthetic narcotic analgesic used in veterinary medicine. Huh. Yeah. Is that what you use on Jesse? I hope not. It's avail it's okay, so it's like a thousand times more potent than morphine. So people usually use it in low doses to tranquilize large animals. He could have like OD. (laughs) Yeah, that they could have so easily killed him, which would have been great. And he (laughs) does like ivermectin that throughout. (laughs) No. I hope not. We're not a political <laughs> podcast. <laughs> no, we sounds kind of like ivermectin. <laughs> no, we're not a political. We believe that both sides have very good ideas. <laughs> oh, is that what we're saying? Very we're right good in the idea. middle. We're real straight shooter. <laughs> they're both good, actually. <laughs> not e- we don't go to that equally bad shit. Like they're equally good. <laughs> equally good. Both doing a great job, in our opinion. <laughs> She was like, I want no part of this bit. I'm I'm not. No. <laughs> I thought this was a good bit. Uh, so uh so they are so like yeah, so yeah, he is like, what are you doing, Elena? And they just ignore him. They're like, Yeah, we're gonna like drain all of your blood and like take all the vervain out of your system and then compel you to forget that Elena and I are vampires. And he's like, but I'll die. He's like, let me find the vein. You're gonna fucking kill me. And Catherine's like, is, this ain't my first rodeo. Which, I mean, I believe that at least. There's nothing else they're getting right. But, like, I figure, like, that Catherine can find a vein. Yeah, Catherine can find a vein. She's probably drained someone of blood before to get her vein out of their system before. So, yeah. like, that, that all makes sense. But Caroline's, like, trying to do some math. And she's like, <laughs> carry the one. <laughs> Just and then Catherine's like, whatever, just round up. And they're like, great, 4.7 pints. Please, like, you're gonna fucking kill me. Just let me do it. But they will not. And it's really funny. And Catherine's like, give me the tubey things and some tape. And they just (laughs) the and again, saying this in the most positive of ways, but like the chaotic bimbo vibes are here and i love it i want to live in this scene (laughs) absolutely i would like a whole show that is this vibe like yeah it it would mean everything to me um so yeah so dr max is like i don't know like you like you aren't gonna kill me um like i like they're on to you (laughs) every time he speaks i just think of julie klausner's like her trying to do like a british person doing an american accent in difficult people oh i bet that was very good it is uh very good um so caroline asked the very valid question of who's they is this the secret society thing and he's like yeah they're gathering today at whitmore house and they're using they're like finding potential candidates they were gonna invite elena until they suspected she was a vampire and Catherine's like so all i have to do is convince them elena gilbert's not a vampire Done. he's like of course yeah that's that's the truth elena but you are a vampire elena <laughs> and then Catherine and caroline just make like faces at each other like Ha-ha. They're like so making good. Reba faces at each other. They are. They're Reba-ing. They, uh, they have 
They each have the heart of a fighter. <laughs> and I believe that. <laughs> So our our next scene is at the warehouse. Uh, we're picking through the boxes, and Bonnie shows up, and it is very abrupt. <laughs> she is just like Jeremy. What did that crate ever do to you? I'm in the show. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "Why are you here?" And she's like, "I don't know. Didn't want to miss anything. Not any every day a girl comes back from the dead." <laughs> and so she's like in a spot where she like really doesn't believe that it's going to happen, which to me. Since I, you know, me knowing it doesn't happen in this episode, but not remembering her attitude towards it, I was like, thank God. <laughs> thank God you were not hopeful. <laughs> uh, but this doesn't make the rest of the scene good because what she says about Jeremy makes us all sick to our stomachs. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh <sighs> Jeremy's like, have some faith. If we both believe, then it can work. And she's like, okay, it can work. And then she says, Jer, just so we're clear, I would die a hundred times over just to have you standing here alive in front no. of me. Babe, no. I and don't. He, yeah. Again, Stephen Armour Queen, I'm sure he's a lovely human being. Mm-hmm. I don't understand a world in which he has any value over Cat Graham in any facet as an actor mm-hmm. and a talent. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's what the show seems to like. I know for Alita's sake, it sucks to like lose your brother, but like they could have killed Jeremy off for good, and it would have been fine. Hmm. Um. Fully agree. Yeah. He then brushes her lips with his thumb and <laughs> says, "Before today is over, we're gonna know what that feels like." You know what that feels like. You'd done it before, <laughs> I would imagine. <laughs> I we're all being silent because we're all like gagging. Um, <laughs> it's just- we should put the like sweet D gagging sounds in here, but like yeah, it it's bad. I mean, it's just to me, it's like good vibes doesn't always mean talented actor or like because Matt Davis, we all know, has bad vibes. Mm-hmm. I would rather have him around than Jeremy Gilbert. Jeremy's As died enough times. He does not. There's nothing. You literally made him a hunter just because his body is like that. There's like, that's how you know there's actually no purpose for him. Yeah, and as these characters, like, die over and over again, I think you do start to invest in them less. Like, the way that I feel like my first watch around, like... I stopped caring about Bonnie as much because the show had made it so clear she was expendable that I did not, I didn't want to get hurt. So I was like, okay, like, I guess Bonnie will just sometimes be around and sometimes not. And that's just how it is. But like with Jeremy, he has died so many times. It's like, okay, there are no stakes to anything that happens with him. And so nothing that happens with him matters the last time he died was the most affecting one and they didn't let it take i can understand like you know bonnie seeing his ghost like when it's ghost time and that being fine Mm -hmm. but to bring him back it's like no you did well in actually killing him and making it matter why would you go back like he's not necessary to the show and again the way that that bonnie is treated the way that tyler is treated Mm-hmm. When you could like these again, these actors of color to this act, I 
I yeah. like Steve McQueen. I think like he's just a delightful person. Like I have like no personal problems with him. He's just yeah. again, he since day one has always been the weakest actor on the show. Yeah. And as we continue on and as we continue to say how good both Trevino and Graham are, it just yeah. becomes even more upsetting, really, to think about the scraps they get, if any. It's super true. I I don't know, like, in an attempt to be charitable in some way, I don't know if this is a contract issue, a money issue, but, like, I mean, there would be less money. There would be more money to go around if you were gone. <laughs> um, so I, I just really don't know. And I do think there kind of just, like, is no excuse because – the quality of the scenes he's in is much worse than the quality of scenes that with like Kat and Trevino. It just doesn't make sense. It also like, I know we've talked about this, but the fact that he is her only scene partner now. Yes. Yeah. Is tragic. It puts her in such a hole. Like it's so unfair to her because she's like such a great – she's such a great scene partner, at least in terms of like what I can see with everybody else. Like I – to stick her in the dud corner, Yeah, not cool. Not cool at all. Like she is like an effective character and like I, I say giving her the bare minimum of what she deserves – in saying that and being like, I don't understand why you would hurt your show by depriving it of her talent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause it's not even like, Ugh. again, I, I, I feel bad every time I like take a shot at him, but honestly it's, it's like, it's not uh, like McQueen yeah. is at the top of the, the CW stable of boys on this cast either. It's not like he's the heartthrob of the show. So that doesn't even make sense in terms of like why you would be putting him like front and center. I fully agree, and I'll, and I'll I'll go into because I don't want you to feel alone in this because I also don't think like we are not like we we like like Stephen R. McQueen seems nice. I'm glad he likes hockey now, and um I you know I'm happy that he grew into his body, and I just. What am I trying to say? I feel like I'm not saying anything and I'm we're going to cut all of this and then I'm going to get right to my point. It's going to be so good. Um, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> so we're not cutting um, shit. <laughs> I had it. I had it and then it disappeared cuz I'm dumb. Um, no, oh, here's what I was going to say. I do not remember at the time seeing any Jeremy heads around. Like, you know, like I didn't know, I, I don't understand. Like, if I believed he was some kind of draw, like people were tuning in for him. And now that he's gone, it's like the Jeremy heads are there being like, where's my Jeremy? But I, never perceived that being a thing. It, if you guys, um, listeners, if any of you remember like what fan reaction was like to Jeremy during the run of the show, please like slide in our DMs or email us or something because I like, I'm drawing a big old blank here. Like, and, and that's the only thing I can think of that makes sense to why they continue to improbably keep him around. 
Because from what I recall, it was always Ian, Paul, and then also like Matt Davis. Th- those mm-hmm. were like the three. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I feel like I've seen like a handful of our listeners, though, be like yeah. Jeremy fans and have been Jeremy fans from back when it was airing. Yeah. That's just a handful of our listeners. Like, I know, yeah. I know. Kira definitely was, but she was also like Kira, yeah, younger I mean, Kira, too. We're talking about Kira here. <laughs> yeah, there's she also was one of the guys, right? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yes, I think his name's like Jonathan, isn't it, Jonathan? Oh, yeah, Jonathan yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's like as a gay boy, and understandable. Yeah, uh, understandable. Yeah. <laughs> understandable, um, but also. Uh, look, if if you're in here, if you're here for Jeremy and Tyler, then yeah, okay. Yeah, you that's like, Jeremy. That was definitely like the draw for. I, I feel like if you were a Jeremy fan, it's because you were like ship Jeremy Tyler. But like, they've not given much of that for like since season one, honestly, in a little bit like in season two. In two, in, yeah. yeah. In two, they like they have their like their like he's a bet like they have their she's all that moment. <laughs> um. But I will say in – like, I remember vividly, like, people being into Caroline and Tyler. Like, I rem- I cannot remember seeing a positive thing about Bonnie and Jeremy. And maybe that's just because, you know, I was in the corner of the internet that served my interests. But, um, yeah, I just don't understand. It, it seems very much like Bonnie was always talked about, like, as a singular person and never as part of a ship. Mm-hmm. Except for yeah. the one. The yeah. only Kenneth. <laughs> Christopher Nolan's Kenneth. <laughs> what you don't get about Kenneth is actually a temporal pincer movement. <laughs> that movie bowl. was so fucking terrible. Bowl. I was like, isn't it bowl? <laughs> bowl. I think oh yeah, bowl. Um, oh my god. You guys think about I think about how bad Tenet is sometimes and I just laugh. I just have a good time to myself. <laughs> I still haven't seen that shit. I'm not gonna see that. Why not? Don't fucking see it. It sucks. I paid early acts. I'm Michael Page. Come on. I was like, you're not getting any money from me from that. <laughs> and it was under. It already the, when we bought it under like on Amazon, it was under like black voices, and I was like, I mean, John David Washington is the lead, but Christopher hey. Nolan. It's black voices because sure. because when John David Washington monologues, he does sound a lot like his dad. So like black voices, <laughs> he says about three words in that movie, <laughs> which is crazy. So um, for for the multiple seasons of, of Ballers, I did watch. Um, Hell yeah! His best parts were like when he got to monologue because he sounded exactly like his dad. Hell yes, um, yeah, Tenet. I turned to my dad. I turned. I, tur- I turned to Michael, thinking of my dad. <laughs> Your dad during Tenet. Michael I turned to my dad. Michael. I turned to him <laughs> and I said, thinking about my father watching this movie and like trying to figure it out. And I started laughing and I just said to Michael, "This is a parent's worst nightmare." <laughs> <laughs> Speaking uh, of parents' worst nightmare, my mom has a letterbox <laughs> and I'm obsessed with it. Uh, and oh. she just watched Annette. <laughs> Give me what you think of Annette and give me that link, baby. Okay, so let me pull up her review on Letterboxd for Annette. <laughs> oh my god. This is what the I people want to hear. <laughs> okay, Marcy's review of Annette. 
I thought the extremely creepy doll was just to get us to the point a child could take over. So what's that ending? Weird. Did you see a net? <laughs> Not seen a net. Not yet. <laughs> I would like to read. I'm a busy person. Very fair. Um, I would like to read my review of Annette, so we have it here, and Jill's review of Annette. <laughs> Mine is three stars, and I say, Adam Driver fathers Renezme and goes vroom vroom on a big motorcycle. So obviously I respect the swing, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. But a lot of things about this just didn't connect with me. Happy to vibe, though. <laughs> And Jill's is, I went into this thinking I'd absolutely hate it. And I'll admit, I probably wouldn't liked it uh, wouldn't have liked it as much as I did if it wasn't Adam Driver carrying the whole thing. But once I realized I needed to turn my musical brain off and opera brain on, I was so on board. The more I think about it, the more I'm into how bonkers it is. Big thank you to Leo, to Leo Carax for giving the people what they want and need. More of Adam Driver's pecs and thighs. <laughs> Why? This is film criticism. Am I friends with you people? <laughs> you got to get a letterbox. I need all of your cinema yeah. opinions. I got one, and then I didn't do anything. Oh, I, all I wanted to do was give Josie and the Pussycats five stars, and I made it hard. So that was. I'm like, I'm not doing shit with this. Oh, boo hiss! But if you ever want to try again one day, yeah, dang, I'd smash I will that be your follow first button. Follower. <laughs> um. <laughs> Anyways, this is the Empire Diaries where we talk exclusively <laughs> about the show The Vampire Diary. And I threatened to quit because why am I friends with these people? Because <laughs> we're fun. Because <laughs> um, you want to hear Jill's mom's movie review. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, <laughs> I realize uh, since we're at this part of recording after, you know, we were recording back in March and then we just stopped. Yeah. <laughs> People don't, I haven't been able to like vaguely say I have a cool new job to these ah, people. Yeah. I'm on a show, I can't tell them what it is. Winky, winky. <laughs> yeah. Whereas. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, so the Empire Diaries. Podcast where we talk exclusively about the Vampire Diaries. Um, we have uh, Damon and we go to Damon and Silas, and Silas is like, Damon, don't you realize like you're the big obstacle between like Stefan and Elena? Like you're the problem. And uh, Damon's like, shut the fuck up! Like, <laughs> why did like the tra- like why do the travelers want this anchor? Because Silas says like they're probably going to show up soon. And he says uh, they hate me for creating the immortality spell and they know the anchor is the only thing standing between me and my soulmate and every love story needs to have one thing that gets in the way (laughs) jesus uh what a fucking dick and uh david threatens to kill him and he's like no no no, not until i bring your girlfriend's bestie back (laughs) uh so then uh david gets a phone call it is from stefan but it is actually uh not it's (laughs) ketsia And she's like, hey, I need you to kill Silas now or I'm going to kill Elena. Mm-hmm. And she does a torture. <laughs> Hot. <laughs> yeah, she lays the friggin' ouchie. And she's also like, your girl – It's like, did I mention also that I lured your girlfriend here using the oldest trick in the book, Jealousy of Stefan? Thought you should know. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute fucking queen shit. Um, um, and just- he's like – 
here, here's a spoiler alert for you. My crush, <laughs> it's Kessia. <laughs> I can't what? believe this. <laughs> I'm shocked by this. <laughs> Never could have guessed. Um, so basically she's like, so like I'm cursed to stay in this house until sundown. So, um, that's how long you have, uh, to kill Silas or I kill Elena. Um, and she's like, with a face, with a face like Amara's, it might be cathartic. Bye. <laughs> uh, yes. I just thought something's really dumb. Yeah. It is Eminem's ass like that, but it's just face like Amara. Yeah. Face <laughs> it's really like dumb. that. <laughs> face like Amara. <laughs> Well, I will hope that you will be working on that soon. <laughs> I'm not writing another song. I, I peeked at Justine. Again, Jill, watch uh, Angel so you can get to Angel Season 3 so you can meet our favorite character, <laughs> Justine. And no, she's not a favorite character, but considering the amount of content we created around her, is she? <laughs> We've created so... like It was as if we made for Season 4 of our Empire Diaries coverage a bunch of Atticus Shane content. Oh it was like God. if we'd like written a song about him and like did a thousand bits about him that were all commemorated in various ways. Like we really uh, well, Why? <laughs> is really on a love letter to Justin. Why? <laughs> we couldn't stop dunking on her. Like it was too fun. And we did okay. finally get our first person being like, I don't get why you guys don't like Justine. And I was like, Justine head. There they are. There I saw her when I'm like, are you kidding me? I was like, I just better not acknowledge that. Compare her to God. I'm like, no. Yeah, I know. That made me want to uh, throw some things. <laughs> I know that you don't do that. And I don't watch the show. <laughs> <laughs> See, even Jill knows. Um, so then we we shoot. We shoot off to um, a scene that I just wrote as Kathy Undercover, which I think should be her spinoff. <laughs> uh, Disney Channel original spinoff. Uh, yes. Oh, God. I, it feels like Nina Dobrev should have done like a million DCOMs and she just instead was on Degrassi. But well, she did Degrassi and The American Mall. I was about to say The American mm. Mall. <laughs> hey, Iconic <laughs> movie. Her mom just wanted to become a businesswoman. <laughs> and did she not want to be a businesswoman? She didn't want to be a businesswoman. She wanted to do music. Oh well, that's hard. That's hard. And Autumn Reeser was like, like not your dream, uh, mom. Autumn Reeser was like a fucking Ursula villain <laughs> in the movie, and it was great. Oh my god. Okay, now I maybe do have to see the American Mall because oh, Autumn Reeser. <laughs> Autumn Reeser is actually like genuinely good in the movie. It's it's amazing. Okay, uh, noted. Yeah, it's worth um, it. So, so Kathy, our, our beautiful, beloved Kathy, uh, she walks right fucking into this thing. Um, and she does not know the person that is like, hey, oh, so the, yeah, this person is the cop. Yeah, yeah it's uh, Freeman, Officer right? Officer Diane Freeman. Yeah. yeah. Um, she's like, we met when your roommate died. And Catherine's like, oh, yeah, uh-huh. Anyway, I'm here for the party. <laughs> And she walks, and she walks right in. Yeah, so mm-hmm. Detective Freeman, who is proof that ACAB, obviously, this corrupt Absolutely. cop, who mm-hmm. is hosting the party. I, I don't understand why a, a cop is hosting the party for the College Secret Society. I guess she's an alumnus who but cares about the Secret Society. I think they just wanted <laughs> to make a black woman a villain. <laughs> Boo. Look, diversity. She's a cop, and she's clearly like <laughs> under like 
evil. <laughs> Great job, guys. <laughs> and check. <laughs> uh, so Catherine's like, got any food? And then goes and stuffs her face. And I'm like, a woman after my own heart. Um, unfortunately, she's pulled into the most boring vortex of all time. I'm sorry, my favorite character, Aaron. I don't remember if we revealed his last name. Yeah, you guys spoiled we, it for me. I know we did, but we I don't did. know if we have. Technically, we're going to be doing a lot of bleeps, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron, last name, is here. And Catherine's Who like, thinks they met the yesterday because police? his brain's been mush already? You say met yeah, at the party. Yeah, he's like, um, I was just like wondering why Wes wants me to stay away from you. Which I'm like, and, why would uh, you say that out loud? Yeah. Because <laughs> he's so bewitched. It's his pickup line. Um, <laughs> Again, I, I can't even do the bit. He is like truly a poor man's Chad Michael Murray. He boring. <laughs> um, so I'm ready for he, him to be Latoya's favorite character. I can't I'm even so do ready. it. He's like, no, he bring it just, on, baby. I can't, I can't even figure. He's like, I started it and I already give up because I'm like, he is both a poor man's Chad Michael Murray and a, and a poor man's Nick Zano because literally, I have said it before on Murrow's Place 2.0, like he was already like a lead. And then, like, towards the end of the, the season, like the first season obviously got canceled, they cast Nick Zano clearly to just like be the better version of him. <laughs> like, his like his love interest like moved on to Nick Zano. <laughs> ah, God. Well, win some, you lose some, I guess. Um, so he notices that Elena's hair is different. He misses this red streak because he's the one person who liked it. (laughs) So here, um, Catherine starts doing this bit where she keeps being like, are you here for the secret? (laughs) The bit, which means she's just, (laughs) did she learn, like, forget how to be, like, cool (laughs) and confident as a human? I think they were just like, okay, obviously Catherine usually is cool and stuff, but it's infinitely more funny for the purposes of this episode if she's completely hopeless at everything, right? <laughs> yeah, right. That'll be more fun. <laughs> and you know what? Good. Sometimes you just got to do the thing that's more fun. And like, I mean, I think, she like clocked, what? I think she clocked that he was a basic bitch and she could just ask him directly. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, yeah, the society. And then she gives a little wink. <laughs> And she goes, either you're really clueless or you're really good at keeping secrets. <laughs> and then she coughs up a tooth. <laughs> and she has to run away. And he's like, is that a tooth? And she goes, no. <laughs> they don't make TV like this anymore. <laughs> it's like, Jill, what was your reaction when she spat out a tooth? Well, first, as I mentioned, I was like, that sound design was a choice and also was- her back was to him how did he see the tooth in her hand he that she's, the holding? she's not like <laughs> holding it out yeah, it's cupped in her palm and then she clenches it in her fist and runs away like how does he know that i i was cracking up but i was how like this does is he know so when much she loses a tooth <laughs> She runs away holding that tooth in her hand. <laughs> I, because especially Wait, like if someone sorry, like turns sorry, away. Oh, please. I lose my tooth whenever we meet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking him. He doesn't know about society. <laughs> Secret society. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> 
someone turns their back to you and coughs something up, the polite thing to do is not look at it. The polite thing to do would say, are you okay? Not, is that a tooth? <laughs> if someone was like hacking up something, I would avert my eyes. <laughs> like, can I get you water? <laughs> I feel this like Dr. West Maxfield's work. I feel like the way we were, re- we were reacting to everything in this episode is as if we all are watching it for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's good. <laughs> um, so this seems perfect. No notes. <laughs> Um, we then go back to the cabin with Katia, Stefan, and Elena. They're ordering pizza. Uh, Katia is very into the idea of pineapple on pizza. A woman of um, taste. This is not proof she's evil. It means she's good, actually. <laughs> um, so Elena, to be clear, are we a pro pineapple on pizza podcast? Yes. I'm neutral since, you know, because okay. I have a nine-year-old boy palate and I don't like anything. Oh, I is don't the pineapple like- too sp- spicy for you, Morgan? No, I'm just a little bitch. Like, I'm just like, I'm like, you guys go. Like, enjoy your stuff. Like, those are two different textures for me, and I'll I'll be a little bitch. The yeah. key is to do pepperoni with pineapple, not ham with pineapple. Ooh. I would be willing to try it. I've never tried it. Um, Jill's like, oh. I, yeah. Yeah, I never thought about that's that. Jill, are you pro? I am well. pro pineapple, yes. Okay. I, the the crispness of, the, of the pepperoni with the pineapple is Yeah, I'm like good. imagining it. That yeah. sounds really good. Yeah. That does sound good. All right. We all um, order pizza. Yeah. <laughs> we're we seeing each other. Goodbye. We just order individual pizzas. Individual entire pineapple pepperoni pizzas <laughs> that we eat alone. <laughs> good. We, we go full uh, Vigo Mortensen lemon and we shotgun that pizza. <laughs> Want to see me shotgun this? We all shotgun the pizza on Zoom together. We all watch each other eat a whole pizza. I think this, you got to fold it. Um, So, like, Kenzie is, like, making fun of Elena. And they're like, oh, why are you sad? Are you over there? Are you gluten-free? And she's like, you fucking, like, just signed my friend's death warrant. And she and Nina does such an iconic line read that makes me laugh so hard. And she ends her little speech with, so no, I'm not sad about the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> the little, the, she's so indignant. Why has no one in our camp thought, maybe make a deal with Cats to bring Bonnie back and to kill Silas? Because that yeah. is more beneficial to them. <laughs> Yeah, and also like you have you have like Stefan with you who like she's totally gaga for. He'd probably help. I feel like but that'd be an easy thing to That's the easier her. plan. Yeah. Yeah. Um but they don't do the easy plan. But Stefan kind of like sees this dust up and he's like, "Why don't I cook?" And it's like, "Ah, a plan has begun." And it's, it's obvious to everyone watching, a plan has begun. Not to Elena. Not to Elena. <laughs> Girl. She's, she's sad jealous. about Bonnie. <laughs> it's either here or like the, the next thing where I'm just like, he, he's got amnesia. He doesn't have brain damage. Yeah. <laughs> um, our, our next scene's outside in New Jersey. Damon and Jeremy have this kind of like whisper fight and they're like, fuck, like, what do we do about all of this? Um, and they they pick Elena over Bonnie because 
that is what they're going to do. Because, yeah. of course, they're going to do that. One day, and- Demo will choose Bonnie over Elena. I'm saying it. Yeah. Will he? In my in my fan fiction, in my mind. <laughs> my what, fan fiction like, where uh, Bonnie gets to fuck the people we want her to fuck. Please, God. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so Damon's like, Jesus, like, if, if Katia kills Elena, like, she's not going to get to make it to Bonnie's welcome home party. Like, the plan's off, Jeremy. Bonnie's not coming back. I'm sorry. And he heads back inside. So Bonnie appears to Jeremy and says, like, it's okay. And Jeremy's like, she's my sister. And Bonnie very fairly says, do you not know me at all? Like, is there, like, any part of you that thinks I'd be okay with, like, letting my friends die so I could come back to life? Like, I'm dead. I want to come back. But maybe I should have to accept this. And obviously, I don't like this because Bonnie should be, one, alive. Two, at least allowed to want to be alive. (laughs) But she – but she does the self-sacrificing thing because that's what she always does. And I do know she would never want to kill Elena to be alive. Mm-hmm. Like that – that is the Bonnie we know. Like she's – she would never want to take – like to, for someone to take her place like that. But still, it just like sucks. Like why does she always have to put everyone else – like why do we always have to have her character putting everyone else first? Yeah. I, it just like – sucks like i want her to be able to pick herself and without shitting more on steven uh, as we've already done apparently (laughs) like i feel like this plot with bonnie and her just whole ghost being is like the kind of plot you do when the actor is like filming like a blockbuster movie and then you only Mm -hmm. have them for a little bit of time at the beginning of the season but that's not what was happening yeah it's it's weird here's i wrote um, I wrote in my notes about Jeremy. Here's something positive. He's looking real big in this episode. <laughs> Is that he, positive? He's looking real. He he's looking real real yoked. Um, in that shirt. And when I could kind of like just look at the his torso, I was like, that's appealing. One day, Steve Rammer Queen will do a John Cena biopic. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Young Cena. I can't wait to I see like Steve Rammer Queen rap. Uh, I can't wait to see him announce the death of Osama Bin Laden. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Jared, soon Arc we'd be like, we have caught and compromised to a permanent end. <laughs> think about that. I think about that once a month. At least. <laughs> Every day of my entire life. All my days are just thinking about John Cena from rapper Good. to uh, we have caught and caught and compromised. <laughs> to a permanent end. Not uh, to bring up um, Annette again, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know oh, if Morgan, do. you noticed this, but in the is opening scene, <laughs> the John Cena fireman movie, the billboard is in the background as they're walking. Down the John Cena is in the movie. <laughs> I think I do remember this. Yes, I was struck by many things watching the film Annette. <laughs> My friends, have y'all ever seen a John Cena wrestling match? I we haven't, and we really should. Yeah. Like we should. I think we should stream r- wrestling stuff. I think that'd be really fun. Yeah. I think we should watch his one of his matches against CM Punk, so you guys can learn about CM Punk now because he just came back to wrestling after seven years. Ooh. Everybody likes him. He's a he's a hot man with lots of tattoos. Just, uh, Ooh, yeah, I'm in. I'm interested. <laughs> yeah. Still, have you seen CM Punk? <laughs> if no. you guys have not seen CM Punk, 
look up CM Punk. I've been not looking at CM Punk because I know if I look, I'll be like, what's up? <laughs> Hello, Mr. Oh, Punk. Okay. Uh, Mr. Punk, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, he look cutie. I did not picture a white man. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, I'm not racist. <laughs> I, I genuinely was not expecting a white man. What, what did you think CM Punk look like? <laughs> not a white man. Um, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut off our fun wrestling talk with something unfortunate. The Travelers show up. <laughs> our favorite characters. <laughs> Travelers choose Chant. Um, they, they chant, uh, which is, you know, I guess that's something they do. Um, and they chant at Damon, they make his ring stop working, and then he easily kills both of them. You give him shit for, like, always going for the ring, and then he kills them. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, huh, seems like maybe these guys aren't that intimidating. (laughs) Uh, put that in your fucking vampire diary. <laughs> uh, then back Is there the going to be like a boss traveler and that's going to be our big bad? Boss traveler. Yes. That's the answer. That's the, the problem. Answer is you're, yes. you're joking. No. You got no. it right. You nailed it. You nailed it. Oh. <laughs> 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 space. Uh... Okay. That's why people don't like this season. And I'm like, yeah, that's stupid. But at least all of our friends aren't being not themselves, you know? That's, yeah. <laughs> Which I think is better than like a bad villain season. Like, you don't want, you know, like I think I l- probably like season four of Buffy more as an object than like season six of Buffy. Yes. Because I would argue that even though season four has. Adam as its big bad, which is pretty <laughs> pales in comparison to Dark Willow as its like ultimate like you know thing. And I mean, it's Adam might be better than the trio, um, quite a bit. But whatever, keep with me for this analogy. Um, <laughs> season six is troubling because like everybody is in such a rough place that seems very counterintuitive to a lot of the people that they've been in the past before. Obviously, this is because of trauma and things like that. But in four, they're all themselves. Yeah. <laughs> So who cares if they're fighting a big robot man? Virtue. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I brought it up uh, literally, was it either every day we blends together at this point. It was either, I think it was yesterday I was talking to one of the writers because I know he's like a big like Buffy Angel fan. We like figured, I found this out like last Friday so we, we talked about that. And yeah, we were, he was talking about like, you know what? I like Susan Moore. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, I like Adam. I'm like, yeah, because he's a dang ass freak. <laughs> He's a dang ass freak. I think he's so funny. That's the thing is I'm just like, how can you not? Like, when I see him, I'm just happy. Like, he's my Galen Vaughn. I'm just, like, laughing. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Jill. But also, yeah. um, sometimes I, like, look at this. Him. Sometimes I, like, look at the Discord and, like, pop in and be like, hello. And then I leave forever. Um, mm-hmm. I just want to make sh- double check. Is that a... Uh, see, Kira posted uh, an Instagram screen cap for a couple days ago of both Phoebe and Claire, is that a recent picture? I think it might be. Because everyone, because I remember the rumors were that like they stopped being best friends, but that picture <gasps> says they are still best friends. So, um, I would just go in there. I'm I'm not sure. I mean, I would I would assume that there is no. I would always assume that there's no feud because 
That's bullshit. People just Hollywood assume it's people, from five people days ago. wanted to make it a feud because, you know, yeah, that one. Oh, they're so cute. Of, uh, because, you know, it's fighting for screen time on a show that Claire doesn't want to be on. Beyond, yeah. It's like, okay, <laughs> the fight was Claire versus trying to sign her contract. <laughs> Was Claire, like, was people putting pens in Claire's hands and trying to move it while she was asleep? <laughs> Her being like, no! <laughs> Stop it! What a few. <laughs> that was the fight. That was the real fight. Um, okay. So, our, our uh, next I just also, I remember, I just get- I remember always this tweet that Claire did like on one Valentine's day where it's like, I just want to work at like a restaurant one Valentine's day and like put a bunch of rings and desserts and see the chaos go. <laughs> a monster after our own hearts. Um, so we, we returned to the lab. Uh, we're done bleeding out Dr. Max. Um, and Caroline's just like looking into the middle distance and he's like, you're kind of like freaking me out how calm you are. And she goes, oh, whoops, I spaced. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I would have bled to death because you spaced. <laughs> it's what is this episode? <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah. There are so many conflicting vibes happening in this episode. And I love each and every one of them as if they were my own child. (laughs) That she's just like, oops. And she goes like, give me a break. Like, I broke up with my boyfriend. My heart's in pieces. Sorry for having a moment. (laughs) Well, I Um, guess good for her she didn't bring up Jesse because that's another thing he can feel bad about. (laughs) Yeah, she could have found out, which would not have been pleasant. Hmm. Um. So she's like, hey, she she like starts compelling him. She's like, what's the secret society? Turns out the secret society's name is Augustine. Um, and she mm. says, I've never heard of it. And he goes, well, that's kind of the point. <laughs> Come on, Caroline. <laughs> Which is pretty funny. Uh, so he explains that most recruits are legacies, but some of us were chosen for our extraordinary talents. Ew. His is being smart. Double ew. ew. <laughs> being a little bitch. <laughs> He was delightful on Flash, but he's yes. terrible here. I'm brilliant. I, I'm brilliant. Is what more like. Shut yeah, up. shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, so Caroline's like, okay, I'm sure also like the fact that you're willing to lie on autopsy reports doesn't hurt. Um, and he's like, why'd you cover up my roommate's death? And he's like, oh, because not just any vampire killed her. It was the Augustine vampire. Dun dun dun. Ooh. Ooh. An if Augustine vampire. vampire was the big bad. Well, what and what would an Augustine vampire even be like? Um, <laughs> new bit, new bit. Wonder what? Wonder what it could possibly could possibly be like? Um, the so big boss Carol- vampire, just like it's Stefan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's another Stefan. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking wish. It's another it's a it's a new Damon. It's a second Damon. It's the time we had one. Damon, yeah. It's actually it's a, a new Matt. <laughs> new Matt Donovan. Yes. New Matt Donovan dropping. Oh my Is god. Is Latoya's favorite new character Matt. the Augustine vampire? <laughs> I mean, I love the Augustine Maybe. vampire. I mean, how could you not that face? <laughs> what? Um, it's a sweetie. Uh so yeah, so Caroline's like 
what the fuck? Like, you have your own vampire? And then uh, the cop shows up, so she has to run away. Um, and Caroline compels him and says, you were wrong. Elaine and I are not vampires. We're regular freshmen. You're lightheaded because you gave blood. Forget everything that happened. Bye. <laughs> so then the cop's like, why are you here? You missed our party. And he was like, oh, I guess the day got away from me. And they're like, okay, well, Elena Gilbert's not a vampire. And he's like, oh, I guess I was wrong. And of course, <laughs> cop lady's not like, have you been compelled? Because that's what it seems like is happening. Because Yeah, he's they not are, doing well. <laughs> they are the Justine <laughs> of this show. <laughs> like, he is so dazed. And she's like, well, this doesn't bother me at all. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, that don't bother me much. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> So then at the cabin, Stefan's cooking, and Ketsia is loving it. They are domestic, and she is just, like, hanging off of him. She so does he's, not like, feeding her. think there's a, a trick happening at all, which is, oh, baby girl. Honey. She just wants to be loved. <laughs> so then... Uh, Elena is like watching all of this kind of seems like she's jealous which is interesting she has a boyfriend uh, and she's like look I get it you hate me um, you might not have any memories Stefan but I do this person she's not the type of person you would like <laughs> what no I feel like Stefan would be like I can change her <laughs> and <laughs> he <laughs> love her and yeah he would try so hard to change her and uh, we, we would like to see that <laughs> I would like to see him try. Um, I love that Ketsia goes, like, that's not very nice. Like, I'm letting you live until sundown. (laughs) (laughs) And then she's like, oh, look, it's almost sundown. (laughs) So then she walks away, and then Stefan speaks very quietly so only Elena can hear him. And he's like, I've got this. I know you think I hate you, but I don't. I won't let her hurt you. And Elena does a little smile. (laughs) She's like, "Mm." Um, So then – like Ketsia calls Damon and is like, why aren't you picking up? Like, And then Damon picks up and goes, is he dead yet? And um, Damon's like trying to find Jeremy. He's like, ah, we're under attack. There's like fucking travelers here. He refers to the travelers as Ketsia's inbred cousins. I remember that. <laughs> Which I don't Unreal. get. Like, That's not their they- vibe. Yeah, it's not like they were like strumming on banjos, deliverance style. Yeah, like I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, "Why would the travelers who hate Silas want to stop me from killing him?" And she's like, "They probably want his blood because it's like the cure for vampirism." And Damon's like, "But they're not immortal. Why would they want it?" And she's like, "Think about it. They don't like immortality." had to bind the other side to something that would last forever, something that Silas couldn't destroy. And then Silas starts to open up things and Damon's guessing and he's like, what, his favorite childhood sled? Okay, film bro. (laughs) 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 Gotta make some Damon Salvatore letterbox lists. Um, (laughs) And she's like, something a little closer to his heart. 2,000 years old, immortal indestructible she says you're a quick boy damon figure it out he is not he is very slow he's <laughs> not a quick boy i wish he did not get it at all in this episode it'd be very funny <laughs> i've been like oh <laughs> uh so then uh Ketsy hangs up and stefan 
realizing that like they can actually go outside again, stabs her with a knife and yells at Elena to run. And they both just like zoop the fuck out of there. And yet another man betrays our beautiful Ketsia. We got to find her someone good. (laughs) Me. Please. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Latoya will treat you right, baby. (laughs) So then um, at the warehouse, David and Jeremy are like, no, like there's no fucking way. And we're cross-cutting between Silas, like opening the box. And it is, of course, Amara. She's a little statue. (laughs) (laughs) And I love her. Um, Silas uh, gives her some blood and he's like oh my god and she wakes up and she's like Amara it's me and she like looks at him and she seems like not well (laughs) (laughs) not well at all and he's like so he takes her outside and he's like oh my god you're okay this is so great I foresee no prank element and she's like limping and leaning on him and she's like talking to people who aren't there which is not a great sign and she's like silas like how is this possible and he's like i'm sorry i thought you were dead like katsia said she killed you you held like she held your heart in her hands and she's like no she lied she couldn't kill me there was only one cure and she wanted it for you which is, you know, what makes sense. So Silas is like, I took it. I'm sorry. I want to be with you. I wanted to be at peace with you. And Amara's like, so it runs through your veins? <laughs> <laughs> and Silas does not notice that question at all. And is like, I was going to die for you, baby. <laughs> and then she hugs him, grabs a piece of broken glass behind him, and stabs the fuck out of him. And is like, love you. Sorry. <laughs> I need to be cured. And she says, I can't live another day. Wow. Amara has like no willpower as opposed to Silas, who he bided his damn time. Yeah. I mean, he was excited to die for sure. But (laughs) yeah, I think this means um, I think Amara wins most wanting of the D. Absolutely. Absolutely. Of like the whole series <laughs> so far. <laughs> Just really leaping right into it. <laughs> Again, with the sprink. <laughs> <laughs> and good for her. So then in the lab, uh, Catherine comes in and sees Dr. Max and he's like, Elena, what you doing? And she just tosses him his little tape recorder and he's like, what the fuck? How did you get this? And she's like, mystery. She says, I listened yeah. to some of it. Yeah. I love that he was like, he was. so he was looking for his recorder. He was not going to realize that he was compelled at all. That's what it seems like. He was not going to realize at all. But he's so brilliant. How is that possible? <laughs> At this point, it seems Cammy is more brilliant than him, honestly. Ooh. Whoa. <laughs> a battle of the... In- Love to see them at bar trivia <laughs> together. <laughs> Deserve each other. Um, so uh, Dr. Max is like, how'd you get this? And she's like, well, like I listened to it. And it was super fucking boring. But there was that <laughs> thing about the subject with abnormal blood. That was interesting. Um, six two five four seven. Right? Is that the Augustine vampire? <laughs> and he's like, you should go. And she's like, and do what? Tell everybody all of your shit. And so she does a little blackmail, which our girl is so very good at doing. That and she, she re- do. So she doesn't know how to do undercover anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no. So basically, she's like, you need to like. She says, okay, I need your help 
with the following. And she hands him her tooth. <laughs> she says, my tooth. I think I'm dying. I need you to save my life. <laughs> so um, uh, unlikely bedfellows here for sure. <laughs> but maybe Catherine can make all of Dr. Max's scenes less awful. Um, then outside the warehouse, Amara is just like stumbling around and she's asking the people we can't see to leave her alone. And then she walks like r- basically right up to Damon and she asks, are you real? And he's like, are you? Jesus. <laughs> I actually really like Mr. Ian's delivery on are you? It's uh, yeah. interesting, uh, especially <laughs> considering how everything ends. Maybe that's kind of in conflict, but I, th- I really like his delivery there. It was yeah, really he, good. He does seem like really like in awe in that moment, which I think is very, uh, very cool. And yeah. nice to see him not be smug <laughs> about every single thing that happened. It's, it's, uh, it's the old Ian peeking yeah. his way in. <laughs> a br- we take a breath. Uh, so then um, at the Salvatore house, Stefan and Elena walk in and they're like, okay, uh, good night. Thanks for the life saving. I love that they have a whole foyer scene with Damon and Jeremy just being yeah. right there in the It's so fucking funny. She says, it's weird. Even without your memories, you're still you. And he's like, well, yeah, Ketsy was going to kill you. And you don't seem like you deserved that. So. <laughs> cute 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 and she's like yeah you were operating on instinct and your instinct was always to protect me so thank you for just being you (laughs) and then uh he leaves and is like night bye and uh, i guess just all gonna sleep in this house tonight (laughs) aren't we (laughs) slumber party (laughs) fucking weird so then she walks into like the living room where damon and jeremy are and there's no space between these two areas both it's not even Damon heard it with vampire hearing. Jeremy heard it too because it was a normal conversation. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, and so Elena's like, I guess Stefan doesn't hate us. He saved my life. And Damon's like, cool. The one good thing about this day where we like failed repeatedly. That's not a um, doesn't hate us situation. That's a doesn't hate Elena situation. Mm-hmm. So um, they're like, we couldn't get Bonnie back. Jeremy and Damon are drinking. Jeremy generous pour on his drink (laughs) full like two fingers of bourbon for the child (laughs) morgan's counting fingers baby could not believe his girlfriend Um, is gonna stay dead (laughs) he's like i get a pass (laughs) his girlfriend remember on her with another ghost fucking that's right (laughs) fucking piece of shit (laughs) so bonnie appears and she's like jeremy tell them it's all for the best and he's like no i won't and everyone's like what who are you talking to and he's like bonnie's here and he's like kind of like he's really pissed at this point like bonnie's here she wants us not to worry piss baby come rescue me (laughs) it's like sorry she didn't want elena to die like (laughs) jeremy really wanted elena to die he wanted her out of the picture (laughs) so um yeah so elena's like look bonnie we're gonna keep trying okay like this isn't over and damon's like i don't know like silas is mia which is pretty bad amara's cured which is also bad now she's very easy to kill (laughs) damon two plus two equals four (laughs) if amara is now cured and Silas is missing. 
Mm-hmm. What do you think happened? <laughs> you fool. Very slow, boy. Very, very slow. Um, and he's like, yeah, it means that the other side, where Bonnie currently is, rests on a living, breathing human that we now need to protect. And Elena's like, we? <laughs> and then we go to the trunk of Damon's car, where he is holding Amara, who he refers to as Crazy Pants, who he has bound and gagged. And Amara, upon seeing Elena, just starts screaming. <laughs> If I saw Nina Dobrev, I would also scream. Even if I was Nina Dobrev. <laughs> so here's the thing. <laughs> because we're going to find out in the next scene that Ketz is here. Ketz could have killed Amara easily because she's in the Salvatore home. <laughs> she could have just... Again, he left her in the trunk of his car. Like, literally, you walked over here or whatever. You passed that car. You heard her go. She was here for Stefan. She just wants to fuck. She's just <laughs> here to fuck, and can't we all respect that? Um. So she's like, "You have no like. Do you have any idea what it's like to watch history repeat itself?" And uh, Steve's like, "I'll heal you <laughs> from like the stab wound I gave you." She says, "No, I want this wound." <laughs> They should have fucked yes. after all of this. I know. She's like, it's a reminder of what you really are. And she's like, see, memories are important. I made a mistake when I took them from you and eased the pain. You used to have a lot of pain, remember? And then she gives <laughs> him back all his memories. And they hurt because <laughs> of trauma. <laughs> Put a tie. And... <laughs> Yeah, it's r- it's rough stuff. And Getting all of your trauma back at once. No thank. <laughs> you should have thanked so, her to forgive me, make him an amnesiac, honestly. Yeah. And she ends the episode by describing like his the safe and like the trauma of that experience. And he said, like, all you could do is have it like have it happen to you over and over again. The only thing keeping you sane was that one day the two people who you loved would come rescue you. But they didn't. I did. Always remember that. That's when they should fuck. Fuck. (laughs) This was HBO's The Vampire Diaries. They would be fucking. Please. And that's that's our dang ep. Um, What a wild ride. Chef's kiss. I had that a was a wild ride because we're getting back into it, and we're just like, we just want to talk. <laughs> it's just, it's great. It's great to be back with our pals. <laughs> um, isn't it time for rankings and crushes? That it is. Um, should we start with crushes since we know Latoya's? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I really forgot, and I have no idea. She didn't seem to really talk about being interested in anyone in this episode, so I, I just I'm waiting in suspense. So, um, I don't know if you guys noticed during this episode, but there was um one character who was uh, cut up of the rest in terms of hotness, sexiness, craziness. Every ness, basically. The N-E-S-S of TBD. And it is Ketsia, not Tessa ever. I'm not going to whitewash my, <gasps> my Greek queen. <laughs> Beautiful Greek woman. Katie <laughs> Kamekar, everyone's favorite Greek actress. She's one of my favorite Greek actresses for sure. <laughs> 
after Paul Wasilewski, <laughs> my other favorite Greek actor. <laughs> Unfucking real. Unfucking real. Um, beautiful Jill. Silas. Be, Hell yeah. <laughs> yes, of course. The the minute he was like, Do you need me to pinky promise? I was like, that's my guy. <laughs> uh and mine is um Catherine and Caroline together uh yes. being chaotic bimbos. The variety. You love it. You miss yeah. it. <laughs> You're the, like, we didn't miss it. It's not months between us getting episodes, but we're like, <laughs> pretend. Pretend it is. Remember when you missed it and think about that yeah. here. <laughs> um Jill, I looked back at your old rankings and I took a picture of them with my phone so that I would have them for these purposes. So yeah. who who you got? Because I can I can report on uh, – Who are your guys, Jill? Yeah, who are your guys? Uh, this is a, a lady-heavy ranking. Yeah, baby. Uh, so number five, we have Stefan. <laughs> my favorite lady. Okay. Um, he is down one from last week where he was number four. Number four, we have Caroline. Hell yes. Because Choke and Kathy. Oof. Good shit. Absolutely unranked last time. So unranked. great to see her. Uh, number three is Kathy. Hell yes. <laughs> Up two from when she was five uh, last time. <sighs> number two is Ketsia. Yeah. Hell yes. Down one from last week, but still, <laughs> what a goddamn queen. <laughs> and my gold medal. Yes. My king, Silas. <laughs> Silas. Hell yes. <laughs> Enjoy Up. the Silas. <laughs> Up one from last week. Uh, the only person you ranked last time that you did not rank this time was Tyler. <laughs> Was he in number three? No! (laughs) You were just holding on. (laughs) He was in the last episode, I guess, because we let you rank him. No, he had like a voicemail dumping Caroline. Oh, yeah. I ranked him for the voicemail. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. My boy. And remember when he appeared at Bonnie's funeral and we all like lost our minds? Oh, yeah. That that is. I think that was Because I was sobbing. Yeah. (laughs) The funeral was yesterday. (laughs) I. Truly, that funeral fucking devastated me and like I was ruined not my life. Prepared. I was mad at you guys. <laughs> the the feathers in that like will nothing will anything ever hurt me like that? Probably uh, not. The next time we see Tyler, uh, maybe. <laughs> can, can I get like an episode number? <laughs> it's 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 soon at this point, right? Yeah, it's, it's soon. soon. Yeah, it's soon. Okay, I. It's it's not as bad. I mean, it's, it's the most char- insane choice they've made. It's some character assassination for sure. But I gotta say, Trevino's like chomping the scenery in this next appearance. He like s- Michael's gonna want to be on <laughs> for the episode. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm scared. You again? You should be. <laughs> <sighs> I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. I, maybe you'll be fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope not. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but we're going to see. We're going to see. Um, <laughs> God. Um, <laughs> well, she's not going to like it. <laughs> on that foreboding note, Jill. <laughs> 
Jill. <laughs> that is it for us here at the Empire Diaries. Um, and uh, I don't know. You can find us on social media. You absolutely at can. some handles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just search like Amp Diaries Pod and chill. We're around there. <laughs> yeah. You can, if you don't follow us on socials already, you probably don't want to follow us on socials. So, <laughs> so don't. But if you do, just look. You're you smart. Bleep. <laughs> You'll bleep. <laughs> um, I feel like I should have an like I should I like try to come up with a new exit line for every episode, like the opposite of "What's up, hot dog?" Where like I come up with uh, an attempt at a closing line every time we turn this podcast. Might as well because like, you didn't do that for Angel on Top. <laughs> I know. I always feel like being like, and then. Uh, yeah, and you are now exiting Mystic Falls. <laughs> Until next time. <laughs> Your mystic friends are saying goodbye. <laughs> Bye. In good times and bad times, Time. mystic friends will be Because <laughs> a lot of them are immortal. <laughs> That's what Mystery Friends That's are. That's what Mystery Friends are for. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs>